Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I am speaking today with Marco Imperiale, the founder and managing director of Better Ipsum, a consultancy based in Europe focused on legal design, innovation, ESG, and well-being. Hi, Marco. How are you? Pleased to be here, and hi, everyone. Tell you something about Better Ipsum and my personal and professional journey. I look forward to that. So tell us about your background and the genesis of Better Ipsum. I started as a lawyer in 2009. I worked as a copyright entertainment lawyer for several years. And then after a sabbatical, I became head of innovation for one of the leading Italian firms. As head of innovation, I was just managing uh, lots of projects related to legal design, uh, innovation, um, litigation funding, uh, sustainability, and uh, lots of great work also in the artificial intelligence and blockchain field. Several years after, I decided to launch a consultancy focused on legal design, legal innovation, legal well-being, and ESG with a group of like-minded professionals and try to change the legal world for the better, but from a different perspective. So not just playing for a firm, but from the external. What services does Better Ipsum offer and for whom? The idea is being a one-stop shop for institutions, legal teams of multinationals and corporations, and law firms. The services are mainly legal design, legal innovation, legal well-being, and ESG. In terms of legal design, it can be everything from a contract, a policy, a way to visualize your act, but it's also design thinking work for legal teams in order to understand uh, issues and problems or how to manage innovation in a different way. And this is why we also uh, offer legal innovation. The legal innovation we offer is not only a matter of, oh, I'm giving you this tool for that. It's more a matter of a human-based innovation and helping legal teams implementing the tools and focusing on the human element. Well-being, it's with psychologists and we're helping through KPIs and our eyes to help law firms and legal teams analyze the price of burnout, anxiety disorders, sleeping issues, and because of the fact that I'm a mindfulness trainer since eight or 10 years, we offer mindfulness, both Langerian mindfulness and non-Langerian mindfulness. And ESG is not a full-size 360 degrees ESG offer. It's mainly ESG for law firms and legal teams, whether it's working on a social report, becoming a B Corp, or the kind of impact analysis of how can we make our team work better, not only from a revenue perspective, but also from a personal perspective, from a group perspective as well. How did you select the team to support this initiative? The core team, which is kind of a think tank, all women, it's mainly people I trust. I think that this is the, the starting point. They are lawyers and experts of digital transformations and the psychologists and the designers are working on a freelance basis. But it's not only a matter of competence, I take it for granted. Uh, it's a matter of trust. 
because we want to have an impact and we want to change the legal world. Maybe it's a little bit too ambitious, but uh, yeah, it's it's kind of sharing a vision, a vision and selling values more than products or services. So the criteria I selected were not only related to their experience in legal innovation or their experience in legal design or their experience in digital transformation. The first criteria is, do I trust this person? Second criteria is, uh, does this person work well in a team? Third, is this person flexible? Four, does this person lower my stress level or not? Five, and this is core, if I put this person together with other persons, how does the alchemy work? And it's not only a matter of team building, it's believing that one plus one makes three and the three is different than two. So the alchemy of our team is our added value. So you can guess that the personal component <laughs> of better ipsum is quite crucial. Last but not least, we are a benefit corporation. So we want to have an impact and to practice what we preach. And uh, we are working on fully remote on a full vacation basis. Uh, and we would like to have clients that, that think like us or that are willing to make the extra step in order to think like us. How did your law firm experience prepare you for the breadth of this work? So I have two different law firm experiences. One as a lawyer and the other one as head of innovation for a big Italian firm. As lawyer, you know, you learn how to be a lawyer. And as head of innovation, you understand what is the price, the cost, what are the benefits of innovation in a firm. It's exciting. I think that innovation in law firms and in legal teams is way different than innovation in other areas and industries. And uh, to me, to my, in my law firm experiences of innovation, I guess that a lot of work was understanding what innovation meant for the firm I was working for. And then innovation became very related to sustainability. And we mixed the innovation and sustainability. And that was kind of the head of innovability. So because uh, for us, uh, innovation was way more a matter of mindset shift than a matter of uh, technological innovation. So you guess that the step through uh, to sustainability was quite obvious. And uh, when I started the consultancy, I asked myself, uh, what is the impact that I can have in a firm? And what is the, the impact that I can have if I'm outside the firm? So in order to impact the system, whether it's Italy, continental Europe, UK, US, Middle East, Asia, being an external player gives you a little bit more breath and you are seen less as a competitor and more as an asset. And so the idea is helping everyone who's willing to make the step with us. But it was crucial because understanding how law firm work, law firms work, understanding the way lawyers think, understanding how revenues are split in law firms, understanding what makes an equity partner sleep badly at night, 
that's core for what we are doing. Because just to, you know, thinking about legal design, just to give you an example, the problem is not the budget. Most of the times, the problem is not the budget, even if you're bringing the lawyers, the designers, you know, whether it's design thinkers, graphic designers, even the psychologists, if you're offering an impact analysis or the economists, if you're offering an impact analysis on, on legal design works, budget is not a matter. If a company is willing to invest on a legal design in legal team, in, uh, in HR. So as long as money is not an issue, then you realize that the issue is priority and you realize how hectic is the agenda of in-house councils, especially general councils, but not only general councils. And if you have already worked in law firms or in-house, you understand this hectic agenda from a different perspective. So for example, when we have projects for clients, we really invest on having evangelists inside the company or inside the law firms, because we need someone to push the project through. Because unless you have someone pushing the project through, it's really difficult to make it a priority. And uh, if you never work in law firm, you don't think this way because you think that your product will, you know, will save tons of hours in a lawyer's uh, week, uh, that uh, your strategy is the best possible one, time for your strategy. And even when they have time, they're already stressed and they don't think in a very open way because there are so many problems to catch up. And so the idea is just, how can I make your life easier and better? And this is why having had an experience in law firms and being surrounded by lawyers truly, truly helps you. What changes in the legal industry are organizations having the most difficulty addressing? I think that everybody wants to change, but nobody's changing. And uh, I mean, they are changing, but not, not as fast as they should because change is not considered as a priority. In my research, it. you may appreciate this, but in my research recently, someone said to me, everybody wants to be on the cutting edge until it's their turn to be on the cutting edge. <laughs> that, that's a very good quote. That's a very good quote. And, and, and I do agree. I really empathize a lot with legal teams, with law firms, because uh, it's hard when you are building to think about innovation, to think about projects, to think about strategy, and uh, you have to develop your client base and managing your younger resources and catch up with the new law. I mean, it's stressful and changes are, you know, way more than one. And the first one is uh, trying to understand that, uh, whether it's technology, uh, new methodologies like design thinking for legal profession, new ways of doing what we do, the 10 years effect will be disruptive. The one effects will be not that much. So, you know, when we speak about AI, we're overestimating the short-term effect and we are underestimating the long-term one. And so trying to think in a long-term way, it's very difficult for a legal team, a legal department, an institution, but it's crucial. And it's not easy because uh, it's a matter of using new paradigms 
to understand tomorrow. It's a matter of understanding the core of exponential innovation. It's a matter of navigating inflexibility when lawyers are not ready, despite what they're telling you, to be flexible. You know, according to Suskind, they are the ones that are most against the innovation after priests and nuns. So uh, this is the first element. So managing the short-term, long-term effects. Secondly, I think that uh, we are starting understanding that as long as you invest in people, environment, planet, clients, but I will start from the people, so the ESG, with a core on the welfare and your team, then the long-term effects are mesmerizing. So from a short-term perspective, having you know lawyers billing tons of hours is good, but uh, it's also good uh, to manage retention in a different way, to manage sense of belonging in a different way, to manage purpose in a different way. I'm kind of obsessed with the benefit corporations and B Corps. Uh, and if you speak with, uh, you know, B Labs uh, professionals, they tell you they don't want more companies, more B Corps. They want every company to be a B Corp. So how about shifting the paradigm and thinking about law firms as B Corps or even better benefit law firms and mixing the ethical element of being a lawyer and the impact on the society and on your people. I mean, I know it sounds like utopia, but if we think about how the world changed in the last 10 years, I mean, we can be sure that the world 10 years from now will be very different. And I would not be surprised in seeing uh, law firms and legal teams working for a better planet and for a better work and for better teams and investing tons of money in that because they will understand that it's also good from a revenue perspective. And that's my bet. My bet is that if you treat people well, money in the long term will reward you. And it's a big assumption, especially if you're speaking with law firms. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Marco Imperiale, the founder and managing director of Better Ipsum, a consultancy based in Europe, focused on legal design, innovation, ESG, and well-being. Marco, thanks so much, and I'm wishing you the very best of luck with Better Ipsum. Thanks, Ari. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.